Meatloaf, if you're listening to this, we're really sorry we ripped your song off of YouTube, but we wanted an intro for our podcast and we have no money. Um, but if you want to take legal action, just tell us what to do. Just don't bring money into this. We'll do whatever your lawyers tell us to do. Just, you don't need to sue us. You can just tell us to take it down and we'll do it. I don't think he's going to sue us. Why? Uh, I think this is the most exposure Meatloaf has had in years. This podcast? I mean, we're really hitting the 18 to 34-year-old demographic That's true. Meatloaf, you're welcome. You're welcome. Good point. You are welcome, yeah. Meatloaf. Tell your lawyers to go just shove it. Or pay us money. Yeah, we pay use us money. Thanks. Welcome to Uneaten Food, our bachelor podcast. I'm hungry already. <laughs> I'm so excited for this season. Me too. It's it's going to be great. Um, Brock and I are both huge Nick fans, uh, so we're really excited for the season. I feel like we we were never in like the hated him camp, but we didn't really like him. Like I just thought he was weird, like not that great. But then. For both of us, when we saw him on Bachelor in Paradise, we were like, okay, this guy's awesome. I thought he was more kind of like the dad towards the end. Like in Bachelor in Paradise, he was giving people advice. Mm-hmm. He was kind of the older, the older seasoned person on the show. Well, he literally is. He's been on this three times. He's 35 also is the other thing. Like this is Nick's. This is his new career. <laughs> it's his new career and his last chance. Like if it doesn't work out for him here... He's kind of screwed, and he's just going to have to, like, hawk teeth whitening on Instagram for the rest of his life, like all the rest of them. (laughs) Yeah, and I think one of the reasons why I like Nick, and this is something you talked about last night, was, you know, the producers are Uh going to have to find ways to put him in some pretty precarious situations, just because Nick knows the ins and outs of this game. Right, right. No, he, he is literally a professional at this. Nobody has had more experience than him in the Bachelor franchise, so kind of like... The typical traps that we see and hopefully some of the cliches will fall by the wayside because and not only that not only because nick knows what he's doing but also because i feel like he's a pretty straight shooter too let's talk about the uncooked wiener oh my gosh what's her name what's her name I'm going to pull it up really quick. Uh, I mean, does it matter? <laughs> I don't think she... Okay, Josephine. That's her name. Josephine. 24. She said she's a registered nurse on the website, but she's just a nursing student. So first red flag, she's a liar. <laughs> yeah, we have a we have a friend who is a legitimate nurse who texted us and said she is not a real nurse. I know, yeah. So I was like, um, you're literally not. But whatever, Josephine. It's okay. It's far from... I mean, it's a better occupation than twin. Uh, yeah, tw- like yeah. we saw last, you know, whatever. Yeah. So at least she's on a path. She's on a path. But I will say, I will say, I I did the math. More than half of the women this season have real jobs. There's 30 contestants, and I want to say like 16.5 of them had real jobs. And I say 0.5 because there was like a couple of impressions that I was like, mm, I don't know how legit that is, but yeah. And did you notice the ones with the real jobs were always the ones that were really poised? They're the ones yeah, Nick liked to talk to. Yeah. They were older. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I was really happy to see. I was. We'll talk about the first impression rose later. Um. But but yeah, Wiener with oh my gosh when she says. Oh, this is the night 
Do you want a lady in the trampet? I was like, please don't verb that. Oh my gosh. Danielle L. She's the one who owns... She opened nail, a nail salon when she was 23. And now she owns like three of them. So... This girl is a playa, is what I'm trying to say. She's from LA. But I didn't really see her hit it off with Nick that much. Like, they didn't seem to have a time. I mean, I think she'll stay because she's pretty, but I didn't really see sparks fly. She might end up being the Samantha, where she doesn't talk a lot, but, you know, we see her coming back every single week, and we wonder why. Yeah, yeah. Because she's beautiful. She, I, I feel like she's one of the most beautiful women there, for sure. Um, but, but no, yeah, I, I don't know. She might be, you know, one of those women in stealth mode where she didn't have a gimmick when she came out of the limo. She just came out like normal. She's beautiful. Well, she didn't need a gimmick. She didn't need one. She, she's a, a it's funny. I say that she's a little older cause she's 27, but she's like, you know, not like 24 or whatever, which is like, so patently beyond Nick's age range that he should even be considering. So, and she's got, she's very successful. She's beautiful. She seems well-spoken. Um, so we'll see where she goes. And I thought something interesting she said was, my career is set. Like, I'm ready right. for a relationship uh-huh. now. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was, that's a really mature thing to say. No, I was really impressed by her. I was also really impressed by Rachel, the attorney. One of her biggest fears is that she's worried that she's focused too much on her career and missed her chance. And so not only did I really love seeing her on the show because she actually has a real job and seems like a baller, but she was really honest and Nick gave her the first impression rose, which I was so happy about because... You're the real MVP. I don't know. What did you feel about that? Like, I, I was super impressed by it. I think their conversation was one of the few conversations where Nick talked to her about other things besides her looks. He always defaults to physical compliments when he's nervous or when he doesn't know what to say. Right. But with her... The talking was really smooth, and he got to know a lot about her and her family. So Yeah, I they thought, talked about their families. I thought uh-huh. she was really cool. No, she's cool. Rachel, she so she's very poised. And then the other thing that I like about her, she matched Nick's energy level. It was normal, and they had, had an actual conversation, and I was like, okay, this is what you get when you date an adult woman, not freaking Corinne. Like, I don't think I've ever seen someone come out the gates so unabashedly vying for a spot on Bachelor in Paradise as Corinne. I think Corinne is a testament to how successful Bachelor in Paradise has become because it is now a default strategy for some of these women. (laughs) Yeah. Like, your goal is to get on BIP. Yeah. And I think it's also interesting how she not only is trying to hook up with Nick, she is purposely trying to alienate as many women as possible to create storylines. Yeah, no. Dude, that girl, you can read her like a book. And I love how in some preview she's like, I run a multi-million dollar business. It's like, you're a secretary for your dad. I'm very important. Uh, I have many leather-bound books and my apartment. Smells of Her entire rich hometown mahogany. story looked like it was made for MTV. Yeah, it was like an episode of Cribs or like My Sweet 16 or something. Yeah. It was crazy. And anyone that goes in for the first kiss on the first night oh my is gosh. looking is looking to move forward, but uh. not to move forward with The Bachelor. And just like in all the all the previews when she's like talking about what does she say? Like my something is gold, but my vagina. Her heart is gold. My heart is gold, but my 
Vagine is platinum. First off, Nick, if you're dating someone, I think she's like 24. If you're dating someone who calls it a vagine, like red flag. <laughs> have you heard <laughs> like, that before? Yeah, of course I have. Like, I have never heard really? that before. Oh, it's just like uh, one of those like vagine, vajayjay. It's like one of those infantilizing terms that like women use to refer to their anatomy where it's just like, oh my gosh, call it a vagina. Like, didn't, let's didn't be Oprah, adults. Didn't Oprah start vajayjay? That was like that was like ten years ago. That was like two thousand six when like people still didn't think gays should get married. Like we have moved on from then. Like now we can call it a vagina. Is Corinne the Oprah of the Bachelor no, franchise? No, of course not. If she was, she'd be awesome, but she sucks. So we need to talk about dolphin. We definitely need to talk about Or dolphin. should we be saying we need to talk about shark because it was a shark costume. What tipped you off that it was a shark costume? Literally everything. <laughs> like the gills. The gills. The fact that it's like the Katy Perry left shark costume that you can buy on Amazon. Like, yeah, no. But I really love how she, how insistent she was that it wasn't. And uh, she, she stuck to her guns the whole night. And not only did she stick to her guns on it being a dolphin, not a shark. Is it a shark or a dolphin? The noise has a dolphin. She did not get out of that costume. She wasn't one of those women who come out of the limo, have something gimmicky, and then they like switch into a dress or take off whatever they have on that's ridiculous over it and say, oh, but I'm actually hot. Like she wore that the whole night. And I was, I was impressed. Well, she, I mean, she couldn't take it off at that point because if she took it off, then people would think it's because it's a shark, not a dolphin, and she felt stupid. I thought it was fun, too, how Nick said, if you take it off, you're going home. Yeah. Which was my pool. <laughs> no. Which implicitly yeah. means, if you leave it on, I'm That's keeping true. it. That's true. Yeah. That was way cool. Yeah. And then she caught the thing in her mouth. I think she was so important to loosen up that mansion. Right. So, right. They, no. they needed her dynamic for sure. And it's interesting too because let's assume you're not the most attractive woman. But she's not. You have to buy time because time mm-hmm. is going gonna, is gonna to be what makes you more attractive. Right. And the way you do it is by jumping through that first rose. You try to get the one-on-one date or you try to get a group date and then really blow them out of the water with your personality. That's true. You ugly. You your daddy's son. Hey, hey. Do your dance. Hey, hey. Go crazy. Another weird thing that I noticed reading these bios was, so so there's a few questions that they ask, you know, every woman, most women. One of them was, if you could be any animal, what would you be? And so many of them said they'd be a dolphin. You know, they said, oh, let's all be dolphins and wear red dresses to the mansion on the first night or something. Do you think they said dolphin when they really meant shark? (laughs) That's, that's you know, before yesterday, that wouldn't have been a legitimate question, but now it is. So I don't know. I don't know. And another weird thing is one of the questions is if you could be any fictional character, what would you be? And so many of them said the little mermaid. Like what? Like the, it was fishy to me, I guess you could say. It's really clever. Yeah. Really clever. But maybe, uh, and the trainer's sticking around. She is sticking around. In fact, maybe she could train some of the women who want to be dolphins. She'll have to change her costume though, or she'll scare them away. Because she's a shark. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying my Because joke. she's a shark. Yes, Alexis, we, we just love you. The other thing, I love how she says aspiring dolphin trainer. Like, 
just that that word i mean you could you can put the word aspiring and then another noun together and boom like you have a profession on the bachelor franchise a few words about raven who owns a fashion boutique in hoxie arkansas um when I heard that. I was like, honestly, how many people live in Hoxie, Arkansas? And so I Googled it. It's H-O-X-I-E. And I kid you not, on Google Images, a picture of a train wreck <laughs> comes up on this poor tiny town. And Brock was like, oh, man, but let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, what if it's like a bigger town? Like, you know, maybe like 50, 75,000 people. Like, she has a fashion boutique. Like, that's cool. And so... We were curious, so we Googled the population of Hoxie, Arkansas, 2,700 people. Uh, she's she's gonna up her sales. She's yeah. She's gonna. Get, I also really love in like the little like promo they did for her, and she goes up to her sales associate and she's like, "Now let's talk about daily sales goals." To her, I was like, "Is that literally the first time you've ever?" I wonder if their sales goals like one shirt. <laughs> I know. Anything. I know. Daily sales goal. As long as you don't steal anything, we'll be okay. But she actually, she seems charming. Of course, she's got that super southern accent, which is which is really cute. Feels good to mingle with these laid back country folk, don't it, Hair? I like it a lot. Vanessa. I like Vanessa. She speaks a lot of languages. And what I really liked about her is she said, I know my calling in life, which is special education teacher. And she wants to be a mom. Like she knows yeah. what she wants. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. She's 29, so she's kind of more Nick's age range, which is great. She she didn't seem like a very flashy person. Like no. she wasn't from LA or Mm-mm. Manhattan. She know? didn't have a ton of makeup on, like just didn't like it just it looked like she did her own hair and makeup, which I think actually every girl has to do for every show, but she just, she just looked more natural and I, and that's approachable. And I think that's, and you know, looking at the, the women that Nick gravitated to women like her and Rachel, the attorney, like they were the women who were just more, um, approachable in that sense and just not super dolled up and just not super vain. You bring up a good point. Cause Nick is not a Casanova. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. He he gets flustered. He puts his hand over his mouth. He mumbles. Yeah. He's not going to pick you up. I think Nick is kind of, you know, more drawn to women like that, where there's just less airs about them. Um, and Vanessa is definitely one of those women. Last person we got to talk about is Liz. What do you think of Liz? I don't like her. And is she here for the right reasons? No, I think she was here for the complete wrong reasons. And Nick saw through that in a half second and called her out on it, which I loved. I loved. Like, and again, that all harkens back to him being such an old pro at this game. He's like, no, he like smells the bull crap from a mile away and will like confront you about it. So what I thought was interesting is how would you feel if you're Nick, right? You hook up with this girl. And she doesn't give you her number. Yeah. And then months later, right? She shows up on your no, show. No, I'd be like, I'd be like, I would tell honestly. Oh, she's a gold digger. 
Way over town. That digs on me. Uh. Like, I can see why he kept her because of the storyline and everything. But she was a producer's choice. She on that totally was. Ceremony. She totally was. But, like, I would feel exactly the same as Nick. I would, and he he did not hold back when he was talking to her. Like, he was very forthright with how, how it came off and what he was feeling and how he, like, wasn't super happy about her showing up. So, yeah, I was, I was happy to see that. I was like, it was refreshing. Yeah, the producers kept her around to sow seeds of discord. Yeah, exactly. Because as soon as people find out that they hooked up, then everything is going to blow up. They're going to be so angry, yada, yada, yada. Which is a great example of what we talked about in the beginning, remember? The producers are going to have to pull out all the stops in order to get Nick to slip up or cause drama in the house because Nick is too good of a player to fall for that's the true. small I, stuff. That's a really good point. I think that's probably why Liz was brought in because they needed, some, they needed something in their back pocket because it wouldn't have happened on its own because Nick is too smart for it. He's too smart, he's too old, and he's done this too many times. It's entrapment. Double jeopardy. We are fine. I don't, I don't think you understand how jeopardy works. Oh, right. I'm sorry. What is we're fine? So I like for the top three, okay. Vanessa right. is the first one. Mm-hmm. I think she's she's great for him. Christina is my dark horse. I think he's <laughs> gonna love the accent. I think she's just to refresh your memory. She is the one with the like. It sounds like an Eastern European accent who yeah. was like crying at the end of the night that she hadn't gotten a rose yet. My goal in this season is to only cry three times. I think I think she's sincere, and I think. She likes Nick. She didn't have like a little hometown promo for herself though at the beginning, which makes me think that she's not, you know, one of the main figures. The producers always throw us for a loop with this show, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're gonna do it one more time. Okay. And lastly, Danielle L. I think she is too attractive for (laughs) Nick to pass up. For him to for her to not be in like the final three. Yeah. But think, okay, so Vanessa, Christina, Daniel L. Here's the thing with Vanessa, though. We also see in the previews her, like, crying, being like, I am so done with him and his bad decisions. Like, Vanessa might walk out on this whole thing. However, that crying means she's committed. That's true. That means that her she's... Her heart's in it. That's true. She's deep enough to where her heart is in it. That's true. But mostly I hate the way I don't hate you. Not even close. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. I think Rachel is really going to make a run for it. Just again, first impression Rose usually gets you far. She probably won't get a date for a little bit because a lot of times the person who gets the first impression Rose has to wait it out. Like, you know that they're interested and other people get dates before you and they have a, the person who gets the first impression Rose generally like has a hard time and like questions why they're there, everything. But I also think Danielle M is going to go far. She is the nurse. She's got the short blonde hair, 31, the neonatal nurse. Um, again, it, saving the future, saving the future. Yeah. She, she, and it just goes back to the fact that like, she's a little older, you know, she's 31 and just, uh, the, the conversation that they had one-on-one, you know, she just, she wasn't one of those girls like, can you talk for a second? Um, Come with me. Then goes and spends that five minutes talking about something dumb. Like, I, I was really impressed by her. And so, and I think Nick was too. So she's going to go far in my book. And then the last woman um, on my roster is Sarah, who we haven't talked about so far, but she was the one, she's got short, shorter hair. She's a teacher. And she ran in in Nikes and was like, said something like, oh, like, I'm going to run up to you like you were a runner-up, and now I am a runner-up. 
So I got that going for me, which is nice. So those are my top three. Rachel, Danielle, M, the nurse, and Sarah. And I have Sarah as my girl that's going to fall on her sword to expose Corinne. Really? Yeah. Really? I think Sarah, Sarah's okay. going to be in the game, but not, not in the top. And I think in order to get up there, she's going to have to expose Corinne to Nick. Okay. But I think Nick will send her home because she's a dr- she's inciting drama in okay. the house. Okay. I have a person who I think is that person too, and it's Kristen. She was the girl, like when they all saw Corinne like making out, I'm sure other women did this too, but it panned to a shot of her like staring out the window and being like, oh my gosh, Corinne's making out with him. The girl who like looks and gawks and gasps that first night generally to me is the type of girl who would you know take all the drama really personally and get really upset by it and that's the person who always goes to the bachelor um like there's stuff that happens in the house that you don't know about type of thing so is she the one that's that called corinne a hoe for kissing uh, Nick? i'm not i don't think it I don't think it panned to whoever said those words, but somebody did, and it was probably Kristen, if I had to guess. Which is hilarious to me, because Nick is the one that's going to be kissing multiple women. I know. That is that is the nature of this show. The rules of shotgun are very simple and very clear. The first person to shout shotgun when you're within the side of the car gets the front seat. That's how the game's played. There are no exceptions for someone with a concussion. This is how I reconcile my feminism with this show, is that... Yes, The Bachelor is like super degrading for all these women and blah, 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 all this stuff. But there's The Bachelorette, where the exact same thing happens, just with the genders reversed. So mentally, that's how I, you know, sleep at night, is just knowing that there is some equilibrium in the system. I mean, that's just like the rules of feminism. My bold prediction. Your bold prediction. My bold prediction for this season. Okay. Is Corinne is not going to see Nick's cucumber. I don't think they're going to have sex. Okay. I don't think that's a very bold prediction because I feel like that's very readable. Like he made that mistake with Caitlin, like had sex with her before whatever, and it was a huge deal. And he's not going to do it again. And he's not going to do it again, even if he wanted to. Uh, She's young and like, she's like 24. And he's like, he, Nick in his heart of hearts, knows he's above that and he will act on it. So I don't think that I don't think that's necessarily a very bold prediction. Then I will unbolden my prediction <laughs> and just make it a regular prediction. Okay. That is good though. That is good. We will we will see. If Nick does sleep with her and if that's the reason why Vanessa was freaking out in that one preview, I will be very disappointed in him. So we'll What see. about you? Do you have a bold prediction? Um do you want to make Bachelorette predictions who you think will be because it's not necessarily Oh I can tell you right now. Who? Daniel L. But will she be interesting enough? Yeah. She's beautiful, but... She's 27. Okay. She's beautiful. Yeah. Owns her own she business. just has the bachelorette look. Meaning that she's drop-dead gorgeous. Okay, yeah, but a lot of these women are really pretty. What about you? For me, um, if Rachel doesn't win, I would really like her see... I would really like to see her as the next bachelorette. She'd be the first bachelor of color. She would. She would. Here's the thing. I don't see Rachel as a Bachelor in Paradise person. No, no. I see Danielle L as maybe a Bachelor in Paradise person. And so generally I like to I would like to think that, you know, whoever the next Bachelorette is, you you couldn't imagine them on that other show. Do you think we'll see Jared for a fifth round? I don't even know. I don't even know. Oh my gosh. I'm just praying that we don't see Ashley I. <laughs> How am I supposed to find another you? 
I love Ashley. I I I love her, but I'm sick of her. I could I could do the twins one more time. No, I could do the twins I can't one do more the twins time anymore. The I twins. could do the, I love the twins. I could do them once more. They're Ashley eyes, but they're not interesting. It's like two what? uninteresting I Ashley them. eyes. I love them. Whatever. No, I could do them one more time. Ashley eye needs to be done. Jared needs to be done. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see who from this crop. Oh, you know who else is going to make it? Definitely on Bastion Paradise, I think. And I think she secured her place with a hit to the face. Is <laughs> Josephine. We see her slap Nick hard in previews. That's a hard slap. Yeah. I feel like she did that just to get on Bachelor in Paradise. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> it would it would not surprise me I if know, she did. I know. Anyway, well, first episode of Uneaten Food. We are excited to be here and to see where Nick's journey takes him. But wherever it is, I'm sure it'll be amazing. No, I won't do that.